You're listening to The Self-Worth Circle, hosted by Julie Haxel and Eva Eslander. We are here to remind you to raise your self-worth and wear your invisible crown. It's time. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Self-Worth Circle. Today, we are very excited because one of our favorite, favorite uh, persons in the whole worldwide world is here, um, Marina Lavanius. She is our hypnotherapist and a mental coach, and we are so, so excited to have her here on the show. Yay! Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm good. A bit nervous <laughs> for this episode, but I think that's a good nervousness. Yeah. I feel like nervousness and excitement are quite similar. So Yeah, exactly. And it, I think it's like a sign that something is important for you. So exactly, it's a good thing. So just uh, to our listeners, the entire podcast is partially a big, you know, thank you to Marina because we, Julia and myself, we connected with each other um, about this topic. And then we were both going or seeing Marina um, and kind of started, you know, bonding more about the whole self-worth. And that's why we feel like we really wanted to bring Marina early on on this show so that our listeners can really learn more about the work that we're doing and self-worth and why hypnotherapy is so important. Um, but to start, like for people that are kind of not even familiar with the word hypnotherapy, how would you describe it? Like what is hypnotherapy? Well, it's a form of therapy, but you use hypnosis as a tool for the therapy. Um, usually when we like normally in therapy, we talk about stuff, um, and we might not get in touch with our subconscious mind as easily through just talking than just, or when you are in hypnosis. So hypnosis is a, like, um, really powerful tool for change. So that's why I like to work with hypnosis and with the talking. So it's like basically a coaching session at first, and then we go into the hypnosis in the end of the session so it kind of like can you say amplifies or yeah. make it makes the like whole session stronger and more effective yeah mm. it's a really profound way to tap into your maybe subconscious patterns and it was also our or me and Eva went to see Marina to actually work on her own self-worth so that's why mm everything everything aligned after and it's also big as Eva already said I'm calling you Eva today the <laughs> <laughs> British it's a British version um what was I saying it's a, it's a big reason why we're here talking about self-worth in the self-worth circle but Marina do you want to tell us a little bit about your background and about yourself and how you started as a hypnotherapist? Sure. Um, I worked as a makeup artist for many, many years. I started when I was 20 and now I'm 32. And I did that for about, about eight years till I ended up or found myself in a huge burnout. Um, I was one of those people who wasn't in touch with their feelings at all. I was basically like a working robot who just went on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and kind of like this um, never kind of stopped and reflected on my own life. And when I went through this huge burnout, it was in 2016, I had a, like a huge identity crisis also because my whole identity was attached to this makeup artist um, person who I thought I was. I started to do the makeup when I was so young. So I basically didn't have time to figure out who I was. Mm. So yeah, then I had to stay at home for a really long time to recover. And I had like one year basically that I was lying on the couch and just like thinking that who the heck am I? Right. <laughs> Why am I here? And what do I want to do with my life? Because there was no way I could go back to doing makeup in that shape that I was, I had to figure like out my own self and my life first. So then I started to, after a half year, like that I was lying on the couch, I was like, I have to do something with my life. And then I started to study 
uh, this mental coaching or hanging and valmennus, what it is called in Finnish. And there I got tools to kind of, um, tools so that I, that I could figure out where I was going and what I wanted and what, what was my values. And that was the first place where I was introduced to hypnosis. Okay. And um, I was like, my nervous system was so stressed out and like working on such a high pace all the time because of the burnout. The first time I went to this, to the course or to the school, I remember that I got a panic attack just because I was so stressed of the new situation Whoa, and everything right. that I like learned there. Of course, it was like a, like we said, cognitive dissonance also, because mm-hmm. there was so much new information that I have never been introduced to before. So it was like, wow, so much happening, new people. Um, I had to look at, look at my own shit basically and mm-hmm. everything, but I just got a, like a huge panic attack there. And I told the teacher that I'm feeling so bad right now. I have to go home. And I was so disappointed in myself because I thought, oh my God, I can't even like do this course that I'm in such a bad shape. And then the teacher told me like, um, you just want to like try this short hypnosis session out that you can come in front of the class and we can do like a short session on you. And if that doesn't help, then you can go home. And I was like, okay, let's try it because I was feeling really, really bad. And we did basically maybe a half an hour session where I'm not going to go into what we did, but basically my, my panic attack stopped and I was like, whoa, because it was so powerful. It was like, I don't know, just like someone took a feeling away from me, like with that half hour or half an hour. And I was like, okay, this is something that I have to know more about. This is like so powerful. And then that was the first day in school. And then one year I studied like the mental coaching and the hypnosis. And then slowly after that year, first, I just thought it was tools for myself that I'm going to use so I could get back to work at some point. But then it was so interesting and I like... I was mind blown with everything that I learned. So I just decided this is something that I have to start to teach and do for others because it was so helpful for me. What would you say, like a lot of people maybe associate hypnotherapy to quit smoking or like maybe that would be one of the most common things, but what other kind of reasons do you find like people come and do hypnotherapy or could it be like anything or are there any limits what you can work on well hypnosis can help people with so many different like things from smoking to working with phobias and traumas but I believe that everything that like we go through in our life and what happens in our life is somehow based on how we think of the world basically our I believe that our limiting beliefs is basically like the makes like, or it's those that are blocking us from getting what we want or being who we want or whatever. So I think the limiting beliefs are connected to everything what we do. It basically makes the like barriers of our life. So if you think that you can have a limiting belief about yourself or the world or whatever and if you work with that then you can basically you know work with hypnosis on whatever that you're going through yeah if that makes any sense yeah Yeah. but is there no I'm I'm like following but I, I was just thinking because when someone comes to you they have to kind of know what they want to work with or not always always okay they can be people who just have anxiety yeah and anxiety is usually when you you don't really know what's going on. Right. You just feel like you're having a, like a really horrible feeling in your body. Yeah. But hypnosis is a great tool also for finding out what are the things in your yeah. subconscious mind that makes you, for example, anxious. Yeah. Because always, or we don't always know what's the things that makes us like feel bad. Right. They are not conscious. Yeah. And everything that is happening in our body stays in our con- like subconscious mind. So there, there's like so much yeah. more information down there, like underneath the surface, right. which you can always like get in touch with, which is talking. And the body really stores yeah, things yeah. that we're not. Or they say that your body aware. is the unconscious mind. Yeah. If you think about for yoga, for example, if you go to a yin yoga class, you can have a lot of emotions like bubbling up. Yeah. That's because they're released from the yeah. body. So it's like our body is like the bank where we store everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's really interesting because I'm also, I used to have a lot of anxiety attacks and I hadn't had one in many years. And when I was in Bali alone, it was like this one evening I drank a cup of reishi. And then after that, something, I think it was the reishi for some reason that triggered it. And I remember like I somehow like, because there was like such, it was such a long time since I had one, I was like circling and spiraling back to like the old me. And I almost went to the reception to call an ambulance because I got so scared yeah. and dying again. And I was like, no wait, this is an, an anxiety or a panic attack. And it's so physical. Yeah. And I'm still like, I know that it came more as a messenger and I sat with it, but it's like, it's yeah. Interesting how it also can be so physical. It's mm-hmm. not always just the mind, but it, actually a physical bodily sensation somewhere yeah yeah yeah. it can be like paralyzing yeah that's what fear does to you and i think all panic attacks anxiety attacks they are if you can sit with them and and you know see them as messengers because they usually are like panic attack is a message that something is like too much at the moment that your body and mind can't handle it i'm saying with anxiety it's like a messenger that hey you need to look at this it depends how you look at it. Like you can be like, oh my God, and start to spiral into this even more bigger panic state. Or then you can be like, okay, now I'm having this panic attack or this panic is rising. What is it trying to tell me? And when you change the perspective to that one, it already helps you to calm down. Right. Do you use it on yourself sometimes? Too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I still have like, um, I'm afraid of um, public speaking, like like this nervous feeling that you have when you speak in public. And of course, I start to feel that before that this bubbling feeling in my body. But then I always try to like calm myself down with just like talking and like being my own parent, basically, yeah. just not like telling myself that everything is fine, like like holding my inner child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you say, because also some people are very kind of nervous to even go to hypnotherapy. They see it's, it's like almost as something like mystical or like scary. What would you say to maybe those people to soothe them or? Well, hypnosis is nothing mystical. It's something that's been used for many, many hundred years as a tool to make changes and maybe find out stuff about yourself and also for therapy. But we all, like every person every day is in in hypnosis, like many times of the day. The first thing in the morning is a hypnosis state, like the state when you're just about to wake up, but you're just not there yet. Like in the the state between like waking and sleeping, that's hypnosis. It's super simple. Or when you drive somewhere and you are on this autopilot and you Mm -hmm. suddenly find out, okay, I'm somewhere how did I get here? I was totally in my own mind. That's hypnosis. Or when you daydream, that's a state of hypnosis. Or (laughs) when you, (laughs) yeah, I've been there many times and, or like watching TV, that flickering effect of the TV. And when you stare at something for a long time, that's when you go into hypnosis. Yeah. I was just going to ask you about like the TV, um, like because movies has such an impact on us, right? Mm. Because you're in that state and you're kind of... Yeah. It's also what Lacey Phillips talks about on her pod, podcast and in her mm. work about how how you're just like a sponge and you take everything in and then it's like, well, we kind of want to choose what we watch then. Absolutely. Right? You have to be super conscious with what you watch. Because... Um, um, <coughs> Sorry. When you go like when you when you go into hypnosis, you call the like the going in as an induction. One hypnosis inductions in is, for example, that you stare at the dot mm-hmm. until you go into hypnosis. So it's the same thing with TV. Right. You stare at something and you go to that state. It's the same thing when you're if you think about when you start to daydream, you usually stare off somewhere, and then you go to this like blurry state. So that's what happens. So what about like that? I start thinking about like horror movies and scary movies because yeah. I simply just can not watch them. I, I remember I used to watch them as a kid just because, well, my big brother like loved them and he wanted me to watch them with him. And I'm like, no, because I was traumatized. But like, wouldn't then it like for me, I'm like, well, then it makes no sense to watch horror movies. Right. Because then that's going to imprint on my subconscious yeah. in some way or form. 
through fear or anxiety and like those like thriller thriller movies and also the energy that you know is created in in those horror movies but what i think is even more important in it's not about the hypnosis fact but it's the fact that our mind don't doesn't know the difference between between what's happening in real life and what's our imagination so what's happening in our mind happens in our body. Yeah. So when we look at horror movies and we really live into that situation, what is going on there, we send the messages to our mind and our body that this is really happening. And that's what we get those like horror yeah. feelings and flashes and like fear crumbling well, up in yeah. our body. And I still have this because my best friend, she loves horror movies and we, we still sometimes she somehow <laughs> just takes me and my partner, Villa the movies and we watch a horror movie and each time I feel like I open up something and that like it's like a direct like some a gate opens to that world Mm. that I don't want to have anything to do with and like for empaths or like really sensitive like the, people that's mm-hmm. like I, I can't watch them like either why? because I get like nightmares and yeah, I don't same. yeah and I don't want to like I don't want to have anything to do with demons. exactly yeah but that's, why do yeah. I like then it's like self-sabotage exactly <laughs> don't go don't go to the movies don't. now you have to know can, your self-worth yeah, and be like right. boundaries 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean it's true because seriously when I think about things like that what do I regret in life I actually one of this is no joke. One of the biggest regrets in my life is seeing uh, the ring, the movie. Oof. And then, that's mine no, too. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. I, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm traumatized. I, same here. And, and that exact movie. That was my first traumatizing movie ever. Yes. I ever saw. And that, that was one with the yeah. same friend. Oh and I couldn't god. sleep for like two nights. <laughs> it's so bad. But then it's crazy then because then there's other people who like love watching horror movies and they're just like kind of almost like thriving on it like they just get the kicks out of watching horror movies but I guess it's just like people are different and they see it as entertainment and they don't really they're not as like you said they're not maybe empaths they don't open up portals or <laughs> to, <laughs> I don't but know might, uh, like people you know these adrenaline junkies who yeah. like to jump from cliffs and stuff like that I would never do that like never, never, never in my life because I like, because my nervous system is a really sensitive one because I'm a really sensitive person. I like to keep it low because everything is super stressful for me. Otherwise too, like noises, um, lights, you know, different kind of smells, everything that I, I can sense everything yeah. like super strongly, which other people who are not as sensitive yeah. don't sense. So my body is under a lot of stress from normal day life or like normal daily life routines or whatever I do so I don't want to put myself in situations where I would stress myself even more yeah that's super interesting what you said about like the sense of smell because I feel like I've always had the craziest like amazing sense of smell that I I can be like oh did you just you know eat whatever and then I say (laughs) the exact (laughs) thing that they ate or oh you're wearing that and that perfume or or did you just you know I don't know it's like since forever i'm that's been a crazy <laughs> strong yeah that's so typical for sensitive yeah. people and it, it's so normal for you because you've been living living with it for your whole life you don't maybe like question it in that way because many people who come to my like um how do you say it come to my sessions they don't actually understand that they are sensitive people before I start to talk with them and usually ask questions and, hey, have you thought about this and read this book and do that? And then they come back after one week or two and they're like, oh my God, I never knew I was a sensitive person. Yeah. And sensitive people usually get anxiety and like um, panic attacks much mm-hmm. more easily because they are already under a lot of stress just by the normal like life yeah. they live. And without even horror like, movies or anything oh like God. that like even perfumes for me i haven't used perfume in i don't know how many years because i can't and they just like mm. i get headaches and well you know those people yeah. who you just walk by them on the street and they're like a cloud oh my god <laughs> it's the worst I know. and even essential oils for me mm. like i have to be very just mindful i there's like a reason why i don't use them as much in like yoga because you never know if they're like me like lavender can be like really bad for me if 
Yeah. yeah like, and also lavender is super powerful mm-hmm. and with hormones and stuff. So it depends on my cycle a lot yeah. also when I, I can use it. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes it has triggered. Yeah. Like I can get really nauseous. Yeah. And with it's es- too much. Yeah. With but essential- if it's just the light, it's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. You have to be really careful with those. Yeah. Like, And you also, I think you get used to them. The more, because I was, as you in the beginning, when I started to use essential oils, I re- remember I used uh, lemon one evening and I couldn't sleep for the whole night because I got so, so like, yeah. yeah, I was like, what is happening here? It can't be this freaking yeah. oil, yeah. but it was. Yeah. Um, but it's an extract. So come on, it yeah. has to be powerful. Yeah, but it you is. don't think of it because, I mean, social media, it's like, everyone's just like, I mean, the people who put it in their water and drink it, that's like Jeez, dangerous shit. I know, I know. I didn't even know people do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. I think doTERRA or Young Living got a lot of crap because they actually, there was like some kind of... Yeah, yeah they have this like certain, yeah, certain you drops or oils you can actually put can be really dangerous yeah. to wow. your digestive system yeah. and actually because they're so strong. Yeah. I just actually, it's interesting. We're talking about, I just wrote a blog about essential oils and how you can use them for the different chakras, but yeah, I've never even thought about drinking them. Like that wouldn't even just putting it directly on your skin can be harmful. Yeah. I guess like this, not rashes, but like this, like really like thingling sensation or cold or like peppermint. Oh, super strong it's amazing but it's yeah super it's strong yeah i love it but if you put it yeah. strongly you can feel like this really cool spot yeah. or like this yeah. tingling so it's yeah, really same. powerful yeah and eucalyptus mm. yeah. okay so what about like to kind of <laughs> get <laughs> yeah, back on track yeah. <laughs> sidetracked there um what about like so because both julia and myself we've been seeing you for you know to work on self-worth uh through hypnotherapy and even to use like self-worth for manifestation. So how do you see that those kind of relate or go together, like creating the life of your dreams and your self-worth and hypnotherapy? Because this is kind of like our thing. Our thing or like why we've, we're so passionate about, you know, working with you and being on this whole path to up-level our self-worth, you know, the value we put on ourselves. But how do you like see that like why for instance hypnotherapy is such a great tool to uh, work on this yeah well it, it has to do with all these like these beliefs that we have about ourselves and i believe that everything starts from within um so for example if you have a um, belief that we are not worthy enough or we are not pretty enough or rich enough or lovable enough then we don't allow this stuff to come into our life because it is such a big like it's not in alignment with what we think so and this is a like unconscious process it's nothing that we actually are aware of um so i believe manifestation works in that way that when we are something we are basically a vibration of something right. everything is energy you attract what you are yeah and and manifestation works that you attract the same like like both. attract yeah like, like attracts attracts like. like exactly so if you have this belief that i am not worthy or i am not lovable you are not going to attract those things into your life and when these beliefs are subconscious or unconscious we cannot work on them and they don't change it's just a feeling that we can't get rid of and so when hypnosis comes in the picture (laughs) you go into the subconscious and basically work on those beliefs and change those beliefs so you can start to feel that you are worthy and you can uh, be lovable or rich or whatever you want to manifest in your life and then when you get rid of the feeling that you are not that thing that you want to be of course, it starts to vibrate in that energy yeah. and be like that act in a way, because also it it's, it can be on like an energy level, but also it's in your behavior, because if you don't feel like you're worthy of something, you're not going to act in that way. Yeah. So everything changes when the beliefs changes in your subconscious or in your mind. Yeah, I think what was big for me when I like after two sessions already, I could see like this big shift with how I put a price on my own craft. Like mm. for instance, how I used to price my workshops, I, it was like around 35 euros and like included goodie bags and a lot of work behind it. And oh my God, it was like, and now 
we were supposed to have like a one day the manifest me mm. workshop and it was like 100 euros per person and I first there was like this little little voice in my head that's like oh my god that's too much but then I was like no like I'm gonna attract the right people who will show up for themselves and invest the money to invest in themselves and we sold like a lot of tickets and mm. we have to refund all of them because of the coronavirus <laughs> but, but still like, it was a start it actually, yeah. yeah it was a big start and that I even it was like an expansion for my mind also to see that it's possible to mm. like people who pay a little bit more for a workshop will show up for themselves also in another way like exactly. that's how I work if something is free then it's like this place called blah 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 thing mm -hmm. but then if I have invested like thousands of euros in a training I will be like focused and I will like I want to learn and I will listen at the instructor or teacher and yeah. so on and same with like going to healing and or to hypnotherapy, I want to invest the money because I want to invest in myself. I see myself as the end product in a way. Yeah, yeah. And that's totally true. And how much you invest in yourself shows also how much you like value yourself. Exactly. And also like, for example, those workshops or your work. So you can always think that how much is my time worth? You yeah. know, is those, is those four hours in a workshop worth 35 euros or 100 euros? It, it tells a lot how you think about yourself yeah. yeah, and how you value yourself. And some people might think that it's selfish or um, how do you say it? Even greedy, maybe. Greedy, yeah, yeah, that was the word. Yeah, Exactly. But it's more about how much I, I like appreciate myself right. and how much I want people to appreciate me. Yeah. This is just like gold right now. Like all, <laughs> I'm just like, yes, <laughs> this is the beauty and like... Oh my God. Yes. Everyone, please pay attention to <laughs> what is being said because that is, it is so empowering. Like that is so empowering. And it's also like, just like setting those boundaries, uh, you know, with mm. pricing, which is, I feel like when it comes to self-worth and manifestation, you know, we are still living in a world that is masculine. It is slowly changing, but for men, you know, it is, um, comes na more naturally to them to kind of feel worthy. It's, it's more of a masculine energy, whereas women can be more emotional and kind of like, Oh, can I do this? Can I ask for that? But how, how are they going to feel? Are they going to think mm -hmm. that? And this like very kind of fluid. And then when you feel in your worth, it's more like a strong, mm -hmm. powerful, grounded energy. And, and, that is just like, wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I also like, I am in a work in progress all the time. I've been working a lot with boundaries. And first, when I started to draw my boundaries, I was like, wow, can I really do this? Can I really like take this time for myself or say no to that person or say no to that event or like invest this much money in myself? For example, when I started to, after the burnout, when I started to um, take all these different kind of like uh, courses and schoolings and um, teachings, I invested like so so much money in myself. And I was like, is this like, am I crazy that yeah. I'm like selling my apartment so I can go and do all this like crazy stuff around the world and studying here. But then I was like, what else would be more important than my own health and my own life? Like, Nothing. I yeah. mean, that's the most important thing in like <laughs> in life. I mean, the relationship you have with yourself is number one. And the more people wake up to that, I mean, the more healed we're going to be. And what you just said too, like I used to like sometimes with spending, I get like, kind of like, Oh wait, no, why did I use all that money? But now it's shifting a lot. I see that. No, if I like kind of spend on my health, let's say a, a workshop or a course that has something to do with my health or wellness. I'm like, no, I deserve that. Like I, that I'm, de I'm deserving that investment in myself. So it's very empowering to notice that shift. Yeah. And also I don't want to like, um, how do I say, like encourage everyone to like go out there and shop all their money <laughs> or yeah or you know but this is like yeah. uh it's the mental like a state of mind more like it's not just like throwing your money in there because i'm worth it <laughs> right. but more like you know 
to see the this like in a bigger picture. Yeah, and I see a big difference also between like my friends who are always asking how I can afford, for instance, to go uh, to reformer Pilates many mm. times a week. But then again, they shop a lot of clothes. Yeah, all the time, and I don't put a lot of money on clothes. Then clothes, exactly. cl- clothes. It's hard to say clothes. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, it's your choice how you want to spend it. Exactly. And where you prioritize Mm. your money and what you get out of it. Mm. So, and it's it's like this self-worth and self-love is, it's like so, so super important in every aspect of our lives, because almost every session that I do with my clients, it comes down to self-worth issues or self-confidence issues and like, It's just like it manifests everywhere in every aspect or part of our lives. So it's so, so super important. And and always when you think you have figured out like, okay, now <laughs> I'm so super confident <laughs> and I'm so loving myself. And then it comes the next level. You're like, oh my God, I haven't looked at this and yeah. this and this and this. So that's what I mean. Like we're never done with no. this process. It can just like grow and grow and grow and get better Universe all the time. constantly gives yeah. you something new and something new. Yeah. Um, it's one of the, like those Russian dolls, like yeah. the babushka. Yeah. Are they called bab- babushka dolls that you open up one layer yeah. and then there's a smaller doll yeah. and then you open one layer and it's like like an onion yeah, yeah. Like when do you get to the little the core yeah i don't know i kind of i kind of like it yeah it's an interesting journey and it is like that's the i feel like the just beauty of, of being on this path of self-discovery is is kind of being on the journey and and noticing the shift and and for what it is like being grateful just to be uh, working yeah. with yourself mm. and also having these like very spiritual moments of depth but also having very very human experiences I like to kind of I like those moments when I've been like super high and like connected to source and blah 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 and then life comes and hits me in the face and I'm like oh fuck back on the floor <laughs> yeah. and it's like this okay I'm still human like come back to this earth also it's like this important dance between all realms and death and life and yeah yeah and i think like when it comes to spirituality or spirituality yeah um i think the most important thing is that we are on this planet to be a human we are not here to be gods or energy or spirits we are people who walk on this ground and like that's the most important thing it's good to have like a these like spiritual uh, experiences and practices and everything because it evolves you in many ways but how do you bring them back here on this plane or on this planet is the most the most important thing because you cannot like be there on a cloud (laughs) yeah floating somewhere high up all the time because we are meant to be here in this human body and experiencing like this life on this plane right that's super important because i think usually spiritual people or often might be quite like flowy at first and you get like really into this oh my god crystals and this and that and And everything, I've been there too, and I'm still sometimes, mm-hmm. but now somehow I've been like playing with this thought, like it's yeah. that, that it's super important also to be here on this plane and experience this life as a human. That's a very good point that you said. And it like, I'm just going to say a little comment, like through the chakra system, that makes me think of like when you're so up or open in your higher chakras, like the crown chakra and your third eye chakra is like, that's when you feel ungrounded. And it's like, you're kind of over analyzing everything through spirituality. Like, oh, I went to the store and they were out of potatoes. What does this mean? There must be a deeper meaning to them not having potatoes today. Right. So I can definitely relate to that. And I've definitely been there. I'm still there. I mean, pretty often I'm like, there must be some depth to this. But yeah. then it's sometimes like, no, things just, you know, sometimes things just happen. They, they didn't have potatoes and it's, there's no real depth or spiritual. Right. But sometimes it's also a really good thing to have mm-hmm. that kind of a like state of mind, because if you, for example, miss the bus, mm-hmm. you can get really, really angry and be like, fuck this day and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Or then you can be like, okay, I just need to slow down. Yeah. Thank yeah. you universe mm-hmm. for giving me this right. break. It can also be like a bit a big advantage to like have that kind of a coping mechanism. Right. Balance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one of our listeners had a question 
it's from Nina. Or, okay. yeah, Nina. <laughs> How many sessions does it take to really reach your subconscious mind? You can reach it by the first session, and you usually do. But how the changes happens might vary, like or be different um, with every person, because sometimes it can happen. The change can happen uh, after one session. Sometimes you need ten, but two or three sessions. Uh, after two or three sessions, you're gonna see like some kind of changes, for sure. Maybe we can answer that also just from our personal experiences. Yeah. I really know. I don't know how many times I've I've been to now, but like now lately, like because it's been a while, like they're getting deeper each time. Like it, it's like almost like you're training your to open up your subconscious mind, or you get there quicker. Maybe like it's just more profound the work. I feel like the more you go, yeah, just like anything, it's like a muscle you're training. Can I ask you about? Do you think it has to do with you trusting her more because you've been with her? for a longer time or working with her for a longer time i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i think it's i, I, I think don't it's know that. yeah for sure i okay. think it's trust because yeah. many people are really nervous the first times when they come into hypnosis sessions because they're like okay this is something mystical and this is something that i haven't experienced before and of course nervousness might uh stop you a little yeah. from going deeper mm -hmm. because hypnosis is uh, relaxed and um, 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 what is it called like um, concentrated state you don't always need to be relaxed to go into hypnosis but it helps for sure yeah so I think it's about the trust but also every session that we finish I always give you these um, suggestions that next time you're gonna go easier and faster into the hypnosis state so that might also help right yeah yeah i think i've been three times with yeah. you and because then i went to australia and bali so we didn't have time for more yeah. but now i'm back so yeah. now i'll come in again Do um but, but yeah for it got easier like the second time and third time was like i was i was like somewhere else yeah it's like yeah. out of not out of <laughs> I was still like aware of my body but it was a little bit like um almost like that we were talking about lucid dreaming or mm. like astral traveling it's like whew, very fast like dive deep and then the time it feels like you've been in hypnosis for like hours but then at the same time when you come back it's like oh was that really like 10 minutes yeah yeah like 10 minutes or 15 minutes yeah. but then so much happens it's so potent yeah what happens there and in hypnosis time like the how you experience time changes that's one of like the um facts that you know that you've been in hypnosis but what is time yeah exactly illusion <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna for me i feel like now when I think about it, like maybe, yeah, the trust it was kind of a big role um, or played a role in it. And then I don't think on the third time yet, but this is completely personal for everyone. Mm. I don't think, feel like I really experienced like the full benefits of it. Like now, like now I would say the last two sessions or so have been like, I'm like, whoa, like, <laughs> wow, like, yes. I'm, now I'm like so committed to be on this path because now I'm like really seeing and feeling the benefits and the work. Like for me, maybe I was more, I don't know what it was. Maybe I was scared or I just more careful or maybe I was like holding on to my conscious mind harder. It, it took a, a little while to get there. So I just think it's very maybe personal. Like for some people, they can get there on the first session and then other people can be, I don't know, yeah. takes more. Time. Yeah, you need to basically like surrender yeah. into the, like the whole process kind of. Because some people are really skeptic also and right. careful and scared. Of course, many people are really scared if they're gonna remember something that they didn't remember that they had somewhere in their subconscious mind or if they're going to see something that is really scary or you know all kinds of these things because it's new and it's unfamiliar everything that is unfamiliar is scary and makes us a bit nervous yeah so I totally get it and that's usually why I say that to in the beginning if you're going to start to work on a new like um 
team do three sessions. So the first and the second might be like an introduction and you're just learning about the state. And of course you get the work done in those first sessions too, but so that the process can be like get a bit deeper and I get to know the client and everything and that the client get to trust me. And also just to feel that is this something that works for you? Because right. not everyone likes to work with hypnosis. Just some people like to just talk about their stuff. Like that's how it works. Everyone yeah. is different. And that's also why hypnosis works differently on everyone. It also for me, because I've always been really into like very vivid imaginative uh, meditation so it really called to me in that way and it has also amplified my trust in how I'm able to you know channel or mm. trust the messages that I get and I've always had that but then after these sessions I was like okay so the source or what you, whatever you call it universe or god or krishna really speaks to you through your imagination Yeah. I've had super vivid imagination since I was a child. So after this session, I was like, there's actually a lot of, a lot of information when I just sit and journal or, or when I sit and close down my eyes and I allow myself to go into those imag imaginary magic forests and mm. It's like a really interesting, like what it opens up also, not only like the self-worth, but it has opened up like this whole new kind of just trust in other dimensions and how mm. I can interact with them. But the thing about hypnosis, you can get that information by yourself too. You don't need to go to a hypnotherapist to get those kind of, those everything that you get, the information that you get in the session. But because the, um, you are so concentrated in the hypnotic state that it might be difficult to get in that like concentration just by yourself. Or if you don't like meditation, for example, mm -hmm. when is the time when you really sit with yourself and with your feelings and are that like tuned into your own inner world? Yeah. That's what hy hypnosis is about. It, it's about like really concentrating on your own inner world. And we are not usually doing that. We are more, maybe yes, up in our head at times, but also a lot of focus is like out from yeah. ourselves to the TV or the phone or whatever. Something is always distracting us. But in this hypnotic state, you are like free from those distractions because you are so concentrated and inward, like turned inward. So that's why you easier like get in touch with everything that is in the subconscious and happening in your mind at the moment yeah yeah cool mm. can we ask you one more question yes what does self-worth mean to you um i was actually thinking about it when i was walking here mm. um that what it actually is is such a big concept and i feel like it's a feeling for sure how i feel about myself but it's also how i treat myself um how I teach others how to treat me. It's a lot about boundaries with myself and boundaries with others. And it can be the food I choose to put in my body, how, like how I spend my money, how I want to spend my day with who I want to spend it. It's like self-worth is, it goes everywhere. It goes to relationships, um, But it's basically just how um, I want to be treated and how I want to treat myself. Yeah. So for our listeners, um, how do they find you? Like if they want, if they want to dive into hypnotherapy, maybe get a session, like how do people find you? Um, they can find me on my website, marinalavenues.com or my Instagram, which is also marinalavenues. Um There is links that you can book a session right away. We can put these links also in the podcast description so yeah. that they can find them. Sure. I think that's the easiest way to get in touch with me or then you can drop by at my working space on Sakarin Katu 1 in Kallio. Well, thank you so much. This has been an amazing <laughs> 
amazing, amazing session. Yeah. Um, we are wondering with Eva if you would like, now no, it's Eva again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time it might be something else. Maybe she's Gemini thing. Yeah, yeah it's the Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> she's so, showing me her other face yeah. <laughs> what um uh, would you like to give us a like tiny uh, relaxation meditation hypno session teaser right now yeah okay Are you into it sure let's yeah. do it have to sit yeah straight let's adjust so you can just close your eyes <laughs> Feel the ground beneath you, whatever you're sitting on. It can be a couch. Maybe you're lying on your bed or wherever you are. Just feel your body and, and the surface beneath you. You can start to follow your breath. See how it moves today without trying to force it in any way. And see how, or realize how every out breath is starting to relax you more and more. How every breath lets you sink, in, sink into your body more easily and makes you more and more relaxed. And you can notice every word that I say makes you more and more relaxed. All the noises that you might hear from the outside or in the room makes you more and more relaxed. And when you relax, you can start to imagine how you slowly start to relax from your head down. Your head relaxes, your neck relaxes, and your shoulders relaxes. Feel how your hands start to soften all the way to the tips of your fingers. Going down to the middle body, feel how your heart relaxes, your stomach relaxes and your back relaxes. Going down to your legs so that the relaxing feeling goes down all the way to the tip of your toes. And as you relax even deeper, getting more softer and finding yourself in your body, you can start to imagine how from your root, the end of your spine, I start to like putting down an anchor from a boat you can let that anchor start to go down, out from your root and into the earth. And you can let that anchor sink down to the core of the earth. Feel like that anchor anchors itself in the core of this planet and this earth and Feel how that grounds you, makes you more calm and centered. Feeling how the anchor draws you more towards the earth. How you come or become more grounded and even more calm. Breathe with this relaxing, grounded 
good feeling that you have in your body. As you feel like you go even deeper towards the earth. Enjoying this good feeling that you created for yourself. With your own mind. Your own imagination. Letting, letting that grounded feeling stay with you and soon, slowly start to open your eyes and as you open your eyes you're totally awake, relaxed, feeling very, very good. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, I feel like we should have started with this. <laughs> <laughs> and that was more like an, maybe like more like a meditation because I didn't want to put anyone into hypnosis if they drive and they listen <laughs> right. to this or anywhere else. But hypnosis can be like a relaxed meditation also. So that was just a little teaser. That was perfect. That was good. Amazing. And your voice is just so perfect for this. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Always. So we both highly recommend you to, um, you do online sessions also. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can reach her, reach out to her and yeah, dive into the world of hypnosis. It's incredible and amazing and empowering and yes. Such a great tool for up-leveling your self-worth. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all for today and circle back soon. Yes, see you soon. And thank you so much, Marina, for, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. It's always a pleasure to work with you too. Yay. Mm. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.